what else has been new this week? Uh, gosh golly. It's all a blur. Yeah. Look at us. <laughs> so tell me about the cookie situation. The cookie situation has not begun, but I have started making weed butter because I'm going to do two batches. Nice. Um, so accommodating of you. I know. Um, so the pie baking competition. Uh, Nikki gave him like just a paper pie and it had a whole bunch of like weed and scratch tickets inside of it. And <laughs> so she lost, but he was Why? very happy. <laughs> Why was Nikki involved? Uh, Hate it. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was barely involved. It sounds like she didn't really put a lot of effort into it, but um, he was pretty excited for most of it. <laughs> I wish I'd known I would have made him a weed pie. Yeah, well, just for the novelty of it, <laughs> he'd have loved that. <laughs> Except for he got seven pies, and that's too many for him. And I kept trying to tell him before the competition. I'm like, "Are you sure you don't want me to make you like a couple tarts or something?" <laughs> and he's like, "No, I want a whole pie." And it's like, "Okay, but like, you're gonna hurt your belly." <laughs> and he did several times. Oh, I bet, especially yeah. since he ate that one with metal in it. yes and somehow it's still one was it like aluminum foil or was it straight up like a piece of metal no it was like a metal wire a wire like almost like um like almost like a weird cranked up like thin paper clip yeah i don't know how is this like one of his construction friends made that yeah he he made it on site (laughs) maybe his contribution was just coming over and shaking his like metal laced gloves at it. <laughs> I mean, oh. I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. Well, you've had a very productive morning. Uh, yeah, I feel like it. I think it was yesterday I said that I was going to get on the, what do we call it, the Manic Titanic next week. Mm. But I'm a little afraid now that it started. Well, I woke up, I woke up at 4.15 this morning and I was like, Oh, I'm wide awake. Maybe I'll just get up. It's probably like six and checked my phone and I was like, four fifteen, there's no way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no way I'm doing this. And I went back to sleep like a normal person. Yeah. Um, but I still like woke up before seven and just like stayed in bed and pet cheese for a, not quite a half hour, I guess. Aww. Like started like had already showered and like brushed my teeth and started my laundry by like eight fifteen. <laughs> Everyone here loves me. <laughs> Pretty impressive. No, if, yeah, it was a new moon last night, so if it's time to board the Manic Titanic, it's now. Yeah, well, we'll see what next week is like. Yeah, and I did three loads of laundry and went to Home Hardware and got more soil and uh, another lavender plant and some spinach and kale seeds Ooh. and an under the bed storage thing for my sweaters. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I came back here and I planted everything and replanted a bunch of lettuce and cucumbers that were too close together. And, um, yeah, replanted a bunch of carrots into a better spot. And then it was not even noon yet when I finished that. And I was like, do I have to do my taxes then or what? (laughs) (laughs) But no, I didn't because then I started going through my closet. 
better. Yeah. Yeah. Going through my closet is always my first stop when I'm avoiding a real task. I uh, cleaned my desk last week to just get it ready for taxes and then just never did. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. I did that starting the start of this uh, COVID situation. I cleaned the whole office, tidied my desk. Yeah. um, Did not touch my taxes until the desk was filthy dirty again. Of course. Yeah. Um, You cleaned like your whole house or something, didn't you? I, yeah. Yeah. And it's now a mess again. Well, but you know that what? That was Gosh. two months ago. Yeah. That was a shining moment of me being an adult. Well, actually, my kitchen still looks pretty good. Nice. I got to do a bunch of dishes too, but it doesn't usually take that long. Oh, also, last night I ordered a whole bunch of different sodas um, from Callister Brewing Company. Mm. I tried their, the raspberry Earl Grey one, and it's very good. It's what I wanted in a carbonated tea. And uh, this well, week's sponsor. Sorry? This week's sponsor. Is, <laughs> yeah. Uh... They don't know who I am, but I'll I'll just plug them. If you're in Vancouver, I'd say give the Raspberry Earl Grey a try. I haven't tried any of the other ones. That hibiscus lemonade sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll save it for tomorrow and then we can split it. No, thank you. See if we like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, I ordered a bunch of those and then Wes and my roommate also ordered stuff, so they're going to deliver it for free sometime today. So nice. excited for that. It's free delivery. Over $50. Oh, okay. Very and we good. spent over $100. So. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, oh, I got my delivery from the Rad Scientist. Oh, nice. Yeah, which was also free delivery over 75 so not a problem for me. Oh, um, good. Yeah. But we got a bunch of cannabis-infused soaps and body wash. Good. Yes. Because I love someone with aquagenic ureticaria, which is a skin thing mm-hmm. where you get uh, super itchy after you come in contact with water. Fun. Yeah. So cannabis soap really helps with that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome that there's... Uh... There's something to relieve that, because that sounds like it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Anyway. um, Yeah, so now I have lots of space in my closet for all the stuff I keep buying on the internet. Woohoo! Yay! Spending all that CERB money. Oh, yeah, I guess you have regular money. Yeah, just normal. Normal going to work money. It doesn't feel as bad to spend it on weird shit when the government gives it to you for free. Yeah, well, I'd say do it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting served money, then spend it however you want. Because you can get like, what, like up to two thousand from the federal government, and then an extra thousand from the provincial, right? Uh, the thousand is just like a one-time thing, though. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But still, I know. How dare they apply for it? Um, some of my cucumbers are doing really well. Some aren't. Same with the lettuce, but um, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. Vegetable-wise. My Animal Crossing island is looking incredible. I built a shrine Ooh. to Flick. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I finally have all the flowers. So. Pretty big, good. Big week for me. Yeah. And you have like good bells and a star shower tonight or something, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Good bells. I love that you're trying. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I assume they're good bells. I don't know. 
Bells or, are the currency. Yeah, yeah, turnip prices, I guess yeah, what I meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have to try and send you this picture. Did you get my other ones? Yes. Well, okay. I got your first one. Oh, I sent two, and it sort of gave me a, like, can't complete this, so let's try it again. And then this one where you can see her inside the coat hanger. <laughs> oh, dumb dumb. Yeah. Now she's, like, lying down again with her head down on more coat hangers. I'll post these all on the Twitter. I will we'll try to remember. <laughs> well, should we jump into it? Let's let's do that. Okay. I'm Melissa. I'm Barbara. And you're listening to... I, I forgot. forgot. We are still, as you can probably tell, at uh, different locations. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Um, this week we forgot. 13 going on 30. Yeah, which I want to say, and no, um, this is not meant to be mean to anyone else, but a very forgettable movie. Uh, yeah, I would, I would agree. Very pleasant to watch though. I was doubtful. I don't often doubt Wes because they, their taste is at least consistently charming, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, but every time they suggested 13 going on 30, my skin crawled because Jennifer Garner gives me the creeps. And yeah. uh, I don't like her voice. <laughs> yeah. What's up with Jennifer Garner? Why does she whisper everything? What is like her whole deal is whack. Like, it's just not good. And like, that's yeah. not a judgment. She seems like a nice lady. Yeah. But her whole thing. I just don't get at all. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on that. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't get... I liked her in Juno just because she was supposed to be weird and you weren't supposed to, like, like her right away. But that's sort of... I haven't watched Juno in a long time. But, like, I felt like she fit well with that. But then her, like, teenage self and her grown-up self were so different. I'm like... And especially if it's like, if you're supposed to be, like, a bitch, why did partway through your life you started just whispering everything? Yeah, she does. It's a weird feminine whisper. Yeah. But it's not. Anyway, Jennifer Garner, not not a fan cast for that lady. No. Um, I don't remember what my point was. Oh, I was just pleasantly surprised by how fun the movie was. I see someone disagrees. <laughs> Um, I was gonna say I didn't find it especially fun, and it could have been that I have watched it before, albeit that was like fifteen years ago. Um, but I mean, like in general, in the general sense, like I guess it was a fun movie, but it like hits the same spots as a lot of other movies. So I think I was just sort of like, this is fine the whole time. Yeah, I think my expectations were very low going in. Yeah. So I was, um, yeah. I also, I hate body swap movies and this feels like a body swap movie. Yeah. It's, I say pretty much, especially I hate like a younger person all of a sudden in an older person's body. Cause that's a very weird. It's a vehicle for creepiness in. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially cause she has like a boyfriend and a bunch of other lovers and you're like, uh, and she yeah. doesn't want to see penises, which I get. Yeah. She's 13. That was 
That was not my experience at 13, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So anyway, we watched that movie, and I guess we've given you a brief rundown already. Yeah, that's we'll the go, whole, whole thing. We'll go point by point. If we, We'll go by what we remember. Which is not much. I remember her butterfly necklace. Yeah, that was a very... Butterfly necklace was a very big thing in the early 2000s. Everyone loved butterflies. Everyone still loves butterflies and dragonflies, but it's not as big a deal. No, it was such... It, it really had a moment. Yeah. Like, it, there were... I want to say between five and ten years of butterflies being the most beautiful, elegant creatures ever... <laughs> And anyone who had one, you could tell immediately, well, you could tell immediately that they were one, free-spirited, two, like, just a joy to be around. Absolutely. And three, <laughs> um, I lost my third point. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, and, and three, they had, like, they had, like, a childlike wonder. Mm-hmm. And, and they that, were sexy. Come, yeah. my lady. Come, come, my lady. <laughs> The dragonfly moment was a bit more cerebral, I felt. Like, butterflies like were for the youthful, and dragonflies were... Um, but butterflies were for the maidens, and, and dragonflies were for the mothers. I can see that. I also would say that dragonflies were slightly edgier. It's like, I also love a pretty bug, but mine bites you. Mm-hmm. See, I thought that was uh, that was the ladybug motif was the edgier one because it's black and red and it always had like ladybug T-shirt with don't bug me underneath. I never saw that. You never saw that? I lived in a very sheltered place, but uh, ladybugs, I yeah, were never a big thing. So I don't have any point of reference for how they are. Snails had a moment, but I think that's just because um, crafting had a moment and they were easy to make out of various things. Yeah. And people like to say, like, they carry their houses on their backs. Oh. So do turtles. And turtle is a very fun word to say. It's true. Um, so this is a really great summary of the movie that we watched. But do you maybe <laughs> want, to talk, want to talk about how it starts? It starts, they are in school and they're 13. Yeah, I have no idea how it starts, come to think of it. I remember the party. Yeah, no, sorry. It starts and she's at home arguing with her parents, I think. And then they're at school and her and her friend Maddie are like having fun and being cool. Oh, no, she gets a bad picture taken. Oh, right, have, right. Having fun being cool. And then the cool kids come over, the six chicks, and they... um. Is that what they're called? Yeah, the six chicks. There's six of them and they're chicks. Brie I, Larson is oh my it. god, I didn't remember that. <laughs> I didn't remember them being called six chicks. Yeah, it was a whole thing where Maddie's like, you can never be part of them. They're the six chicks. You can't be the seventh member and there would be seven. <laughs> well, I knew it was six something, but six chicks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then they come over and they're like, oh, hey, someone's, the, I don't know, Chris or something. Some guy that... She, she has a crush on they're like he would be like really down to come if we're coming but then i can't because i have to do this report and then the main character is like oh i could do that for you and she's like oh great then i'll see you there bitch 
Yeah. Oh, also her friend Maddie's a photographer. So yes. he's taking a bunch of pictures after she gets a bad picture taken. And he takes better photos. Yeah. And yeah, her picture was for picture day. I don't know if I said that. She had but. her braces or a retainer on? I don't know. Retainer, mm. maybe. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I've none of that matters. She has her party. Yeah. And she stuffs her bra with Kleenex. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but she also, um, why did why is she upset about being young again? Like, she tells her mom at the beginning of the movie that she wants to be 30. 30, flirty, and thriving. Yes, um, she sees that in a magazine. Yeah. Toys magazine. Yeah, I think it's just because she wants more freedom and also to have boobs. Which, also, no offense to Jennifer Garner, but they make a big deal about her having boobs. And I'm like, I feel like she has a fairly small bust. Yeah, I would say her boobs are average. Average size okay. boobs. Well, then maybe I'm just too judgy. I don't know. I love I love to see a woman excited about her breasts. No yeah. matter what the size. <laughs> yeah. But yeah and I then her remember. feet get stuck in glue. <laughs> Jesus. I forgot about that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so yeah, they show up to her party and, uh, they're being dicks the whole fucking time. They just throw their coats at her. They're not nice to her. They didn't bring presents. No. Oh, we forgot the part where Maddie came over a little earlier and, uh, brought her oh. a handmade dream house that he had like put like pictures of her in. And for some reason there was hair, like I don't know if she had cut it and he'd kept a piece and put it in there. I don't know, but it was weird. You know what? Normally, when one is courting a lady, uh, I would say don't put hair in it. But children are very strange and ritualistic. <laughs> and so that makes complete sense to me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, and then he like has it to her. It's quite large. And he's like, oh, I almost forgot the... like." wish powder or whatever um, wait wait wait. who's the celebrity in it rick springfield yes yeah so he's got a little rick springfield on the couch and then it, it's got a figure of himself in there watching rich rick springfield so he doesn't get like too handsy or something yeah <laughs> rick springfield that bum just lying on the couch yeah so then but then when the friends are coming she's like oh i'm just gonna put this in the closet and like puts it away so there's like room to dance or whatever and then they come and they're assholes. Huge assholes. And eventually they blindfold her and shove her in the closet and tell her to wait there for seven minutes in heaven and convince her that yeah. one of the, the boys she likes is going to come in. Mm -hmm. so What's his name? Chad? Chris? I think it's Chris. Terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but then they all just like, they take the report she was supposed to make and then a bunch of snacks and then they leave. Terrible. And then yeah. Maddie shows up. He went he home to get his. You. Yeah. Uh, and he shows up and walks in the closet and she's all ex excited thinking it's Chris. And she goes, oh, Chris. He's like, Chris, I'm Maddie. And then she hyperventilates in the closet and is rocking back and forth, talking about wanting to be 30, flirty and thriving. Yeah. And that's when the wishing powder falls on her. Yeah, she like, yeah, she hits the whatever, the shelf a lot, and then the powder falls on her. Um, but yeah, she blames Maddie for the whole thing. 
She's like, you made them leave and for some reason, even though he was gone. And they were super mean to him before he left. It was very sad. It was very sad. His feelings were very hurt. He seems like a very sweet boy. Yes, except for the hair thing. But then, what does she, does she go to bed? What happens? Is it just suddenly she's 30? I guess she has to go to bed. I don't remember. But she wakes up in her bed and she's 30. Got a man in the shower who keeps calling her her uh, sweet bottom? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> <laughs> Such a weird pet name. Oh, but she doesn't see him at first. She doesn't realize he's there. And then he comes out to say something to her. And or he yells something at her. And she like gets an umbrella to defend herself. And then he comes out and he's like, oh, what are you doing? Or something. And forget it. She goes like, you're naked. And he's like, not yet. And he whips off the towel. But she like opens <laughs> the umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah. See, you enjoyed it. That was a funny part. But again, remembering that she's 13... He doesn't know, so... And that's the... This is the only situation, and then not knowing a girl's age is an acceptable reason to have shown them your penis. Yeah, like, none of it is sexual. No. I mean, like, he thinks it's sexual, but there's no risk of her actually being assaulted here. Yeah. So anyway, she's... They're just having goofy fun, except for she doesn't know it's goofy fun. uh, So then she just runs from the home in her lingerie... And heels and a jacket. Uh, and waiting outside is her coworker, co editor. Yeah. For the magazine she runs that she works at. Yeah. And she comments on the slip dress being out, and then she's like, unless it's retro. Huh. Um, but she's just wearing her pajamas and nobody knows. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, there's like a way too long scene of her coworker on the phone being just just establishing this woman as unpleasant mm-hmm. um and like putting her hand over the phone to say like just get in the car yeah and then like i don't get in the car with strangers just get in the car i don't get like just a bit too much on that yeah but eventually she gets in the car and goes to work yeah which is also like why is your co-editor fellow editor whatever picking you up from your home every work day yeah, I don't know. And I thought at first I thought that she was her assistant or something. Yeah. But I, I think they are not. That is not. They do have a big meeting today. Yeah. So they show up for that. And it's still no one seems to care that she's in her pajamas. But it's like everyone's in like business attire. <laughs> and this woman is in at best a slip dress at work. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um. I don't really remember what happens in this, except for I think this is when they start talking about how, I forget the other magazine's name. Sparkle? Yeah, Sparkle. Um, Sparkle keeps copying their like cover designs and their ideas, but then doing it slightly better. Which is uh, fine. Good. Yeah, who cares? They did it better. Yeah. If they can do it better than you, then maybe get a new thing. Oh right, so there's a mole in the um in the there's a mole in the magazine. Mm-hmm. Um, someone thinks it was the assistant, so that woman's been fired. Yeah, um, and they're still trying to figure out who it was, and that's sort of like the big thing throughout the movie is like someone's stealing their secrets and giving them to Sparkle, 
and Sparkle's beating them at everything right now. Mm-hmm. And the editor for Sparkle is also a bitch. Yeah. All editors are bitches. Mm-hmm. Is that the next scene, the party scene? No, because she has to, she runs to find Maddie. In the middle of the meeting, she asks her assistant to look out Matt and writes down his phone number. And then after the meeting, her assistant's like reading her her messages that are all just like uh, people who are furious with her. Yeah. Um, like threatening to kill her. And then says that she managed to track down Matt and got an address for her. So then, yeah, she goes across the city, tries to get a cab, but it's very hard for her. And I don't know how she eventually gets one, but goes and finds Maddie and has a very strange reunion. Yes. He's obviously not pleased to see her. Yes. Um, and believes a bit too quickly that she is 13 years old. <laughs> Or at least accepts that that's her real reality rather than her pranking him. For some reason, I didn't think, like, the whole time I thought he was just sort of not really playing along, but just going, like, I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, why? Why would you? He involves himself in her life throughout the movie. But her being 13 in the head is, like, at no point is he like, hey, you're nuts, or hey, let's go to a hospital, or hey, I fully believe that this is what happens to you and we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Like, at some point, no matter what happened in your relationship, at some point you would be like, do you really think you're 13? Because we have to see a doctor now. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason I just thought he just kept thinking of it as if she was having a bit of a like 30 year crisis type thing and just trying to be more like she was when she was 13. But I like, I honestly don't know. It's not super addressed. Um, Speaking of Mark Ruffalo, I did take some notes during this movie. Can I read them to you? Yes. But more like Mark Buffalo. Yes. That's the one. <laughs> um, so my ner- notes are in order. Butterfly necklace. I can't find my Mark Ruffalo hot. That can't be a part of my life now. <laughs> and I think that was in the scene where he's wearing those green pants. What this is the green pants scene? Cause you mentioned it and I still can't remember it. It's just, he looks like, um, he's wearing a CBGB shirt and green pants. Yeah. yeah, I remember And he looks CBGB. very average. <laughs> he looks extremely average and that just absolutely did it for me. Um, He wears a collared shirt that's too unbuttoned on the last day of shooting, and now I'm over it. Oh, no, he's wearing a denim jacket, and I'm back in. I hate this. (laughs) And then my last note was written the morning after. LMAO, I had a dream about my first boyfriend after watching Mark Ruffalo in a CBGB shirt. (laughs) I love this, like, Barbara's Mark Ruffalo crisis. Yeah. (laughs) Just get to to follow along with it. That is... See, this movie is very realistic because once you turn 30, you find Mark Ruffalo hot. He's been there your whole life, but it takes until 30. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, he reminds me of the brother in Bring It On, who's always listening to his discman. Not the main character's brother, but the edgy girl's brother. Um, yes. I just had this like <laughs> this question again where I was like, why did it look like he was like a full-grown adult? in a movie about teenagers, but I guess there were all adults being teenagers. So that's, yeah, they all looked ancient. Yeah. Ancient for teenagers. I had, what's her name? 
Faith. Oh, yeah. Um, Eliza Dushko? Yes, Eliza Dushko. I had such a crush on her. I don't doubt uh, it. Since the dawn of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if her name was Rhonda. Yeah, if only. <laughs> Stick her feet in some glue. I'm done. Sorry? Nothing. Oh, she's <laughs> in some glue? <laughs> Where were we? I have no idea. Oh, she's at his apartment. Yes. Um, so he, I guess, just doesn't care about her whole deal and then walks her home. <laughs> yeah, sort of like, well, you're obviously having an issue, so I'll make sure you get home safe. But then you're on your own. Or The most, I think the most chivalry you can expect from a man in a CBGB shirt. Yeah, well... At least the most I've ever witnessed. Yeah. Well, I think he goes like, are you high? <laughs> Wait, is oh, that, yeah, yeah. Are you in a K-hole? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, very of its time. Anyway, yeah, he walks her home. Does he come up to her apartment eventually, too? She yells after him as he starts walking away. Or is that just when she yells, Arrivederci? I feel like that's a different time. Okay, they establish earlier on when they're kids that their little cute little thing is that when they say goodbye, one of them says Arrivederci and the other one says Au Revoir. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. At one point, they do that again. So, yeah, he walks he walks her home, leaves her there. Oh, yeah, she invites him to the party. Right, and then the party happens, and it's very good. Well, it's very bad at first. No, it's very good the whole way through because the bitchy editor shows up and is like making snipes. Like they're her coworker and the editor of Sparkle are being passive aggressively cruel back and forth. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then eventually um Jennifer Garner just goes, "What does she say?" It's just essentially like you're very, very unpleasant to speak to. Yeah. Like, it's just like you're very mean and I don't like it. <laughs> you're mean and I don't like it and I don't want to be around you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um so that's fun. Also yeah. her chief editor or whatever. Editor in chief. Editor in chief. Um is there and is so much. Yes, yeah, Gollum, I think, right? Yeah. And he's freaking out because no one's dancing and no one's having a good time. Also, she wanders around the party, like, throwing food everywhere. Yeah, I don't understand why that kept happening. <laughs> like, that's not an impulse of 13-year-olds, so why did she do that? <laughs> they don't address it. It's just, I guess, it is supposed to be like, look, she's a child. She doesn't know, and it's like... But it's like, I don't this know is a Crocodile do Dundee. She was just 13. Like, yeah. it's very Thor. Yeah. Very, I'm from <laughs> a different make... planet. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, she like grabs some shrimp off a plate and just throws it behind her when she's done. <laughs> she drops something off a balcony and then it lands in a guy's drink. Hilarious. Yeah, I think it's the same guy that she hit with a shrimp or something too. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a terrible time at this party. Yeah. Yeah, and then they're okay. Their boss is freaking out at the two editors because people are leaving. And he's like, I don't know what to do. And Jennifer Garner's like, well, can you blame them? This music's horrible. Can't we put on something, I don't know what she says, like with a beat? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, play whatever song you want. So she gets all excited and goes over to the DJ. And they put on Thriller. <laughs> <laughs> and so she walks out into the dance floor looking nervous. But then she starts doing the dance to Thriller. 
for like 10 seconds and then she sees Maddie. Yeah. He shows up in the nick of time and then like runs over to him, tries to bring him out on the dance floor. He doesn't want to come. No, I don't know why. I on it. I genuinely don't know why. Aside from the fact that it's Michael Jackson. I like, I don't <laughs> think his reservations are that it's Michael Jackson. I think it's that he's too embarrassed to do. No one should be too embarrassed to do the dance of their youth. <laughs> With their old friend turned enemy turned old person they used to know yes um but yeah so then they start dancing he's sort of dancing half-heartedly and then more people join in because it's fun because dancing yes. to thriller is fun and they all know the steps yes and then everyone cheers <laughs> yeah well then the boss does like a moonwalk or something at the end and everyone's oh, super yeah, excited yeah. about that and i think that's the party scene yes and then so. does Mark Ruffalo walk her home again? No, he takes off in the middle of the dance. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, because he's mysterious. So mysterious. Mm -hmm. Got no clue what happens next. Yeah, I don't either. I think, is this when, okay, let's just say back at work, they find out that they need to redesign the whole magazine because Sparkle is beating them into the ground and their investors are going to pull out. Yeah. So she has... A brilliant idea. She's very excited about this redesign. No one else is. Yeah, everyone else is like, that's a death sentence. So she's got a brilliant idea. She's going to hire Maddie. But while she's still at work, she overhears her edit her friend talking to someone else about the redesign. Yeah, they're going to... She's like, I need the best photographer. And don't tell Jennifer Garner. Because they're supposed to be working on it together, but she's going to do her own thing and not tell Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. Also, while this is happening, somewhere in there, and I can't remember exactly where, um, one of the people from the photography department, I want to say her name is Karen, her husband comes and tries to have sex with uh, Jennifer Garner because apparently they had like a thing going on, but she doesn't like it and she kicks him in the nuts. And then yeah. that ingratiates her in the mind of her assistant, who was before very afraid of her, but now thinks she's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, that was all very good. Yeah. Also, somewhere in there, uh, oh, it's gone. <laughs> you forgot what you were going to say? <laughs> I completely forgot what I was going to say mid-sentence. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Welcome to 30. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so she's going to hire Matt. Yeah. And she's making, like, poster board, like a science project. Oh, I remembered. Oh, yeah. Also somewhere in there, she runs into a child who lives in her building. Right, yeah. And she compliments her outfit, and the kid is like, why are you talking to me? Yeah. Not she, not that aggressively, but just very confused. And eventually they become friends. Yeah, and then they have a slumber party. With they have a, a slumber party, girls. and she teaches all the kids. No, she plays... Love is a Battlefield. Love is her. a Battlefield, yeah. <laughs> and they all Beautiful. sing along and jump on the bed. And they all know the words somehow, because they're all... <laughs> Mouthing the words and dancing. Jennifer Garner has been like quoting that song since she met them. Yeah. It was the whole the whole slumber party was them learning that song. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, she goes to Maddie and hires him and also finds out he has a fiance. Yes. And the fiance seems cool. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. 
and not really nice lady. Yeah, not the least bit suspicious of this old friend coming back into their life, like into his life. Even though he probably she probably heard a bit about her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like a, a pleasant person. Fuck, this is a challenging movie to retell. Yeah. Well, let's just get to the exciting part then. Which one is that? <laughs> when they're presenting their uh, presentations about the magazine, I guess. Oh, wait, there was a, the whole montage of them shooting. Oh, yeah. Which, um, with my newfound attraction to Mark Ruffalo, made this character also very sexy to me because he just seems very capable. <laughs> just like a very competent photographer. <laughs> when you turn 30, you become attracted to competence. Yeah, actually, that's very true. It is. It's like, oh, you can you can do basic things. Oh my god, do you hold your commitment? Sexy. <laughs> oh, you mean like you mean like you can you can pull your own weight? Oh, that's Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Here, step in this glue. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop now. <laughs> no, you should definitely leave it the whole time. <laughs> More glue talk. Um, so yeah, they, they're doing a photo shoot based on high school because this is a one trick pony kind of movie. Mm -hmm. So she's realizing how good she had it in high school, something no one can relate to. No. Unless you peaked in high school, in which case, uh, how's that going? <laughs> yeah. Their whole photo shoot. Honestly, not excited about any of the photos in it. Like I, I guess they are photos. There, there is a warmth to them that you don't often see in magazines. I'll say that. And that's, they were going for a definite contrast to the other ones that were very like already close up of like mostly white women's faces staring straight into the camera. Yeah, this is um, wide shots of mostly white people in outfits they wore in high school. I guess. Well, I thought it, dressed as cheerleaders. I thought it was like they were actually teenagers. <laughs> Like for some reason, was it? I, thought, I thought it was. Oh, I thought they got like was, a graduating class, and yeah, I thought they reunited an older graduating class or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Who who knows? Look, it wasn't. It there was a lot of obvious. white people in this movie, is I think what we're saying. Yeah, and all the teenagers were played by older people. Anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. The um, the rival editor slash her friend. Uh, does like a what the hell was the theme again like we go too far like fashion is death or something like that i don't even remember but yeah it was it was a lot yeah frightening very edgy yeah. not as joyful as jennifer garner's idea oh also her friend went looking through her shit or is this after the fact just after yes, she is. goes Never through mind. there yeah um yeah. anyway everyone gives jennifer garner like a standing ovation all six people in the room yeah they're gonna go with that idea um so Right after her presentation, um, Rival goes into her office and is looking through all her shit. Yeah, because I think Jennifer Garner like left to find Maddie to tell him the good news. Right. Oh, also, I think we skipped over all of the courting that she and Maddie do during this job thing. Yeah, they we did skip it over. They talk and hang out more than we let on. Yeah. Um, and they get razzles. Yeah, they get razzles and they go to the river. Yeah, which razzles are a callback to when they were children. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah. And then there's like, a, again, too long of a scene of her asking what color her tongue is and then insisting he show her her tongue. Yeah. And she says, I showed you mine. Now show me yours. Six or seven times. And it's like, we get it. She's 13. She thinks that's an innocent thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, they both have red yeah. tongues. Yeah. So her rival friend goes through her desk and she finds a bunch of letters from Sparkle. No, a letter from Sparkle sent back to her saying, like, thanks for all the tips or whatever. Yeah. Which is definitely something I would keep in the desk, in the desk at my work when I was sabotaging my work for another company. Yeah. 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 And then Maddie comes and the mean editor tells him that they decided not to go. They decided to go in a different direction, but he can sign a release and like a general release release. And maybe they can use their, his photos in a catalog or something. One of the impressive things about movies this corny Mm-hmm. is how quickly people come up with such devious plans. Yeah. Like, how would you think that quickly to ask someone to sign a release? As Like, if you just found out that they... <laughs> I would hope that I wouldn't try to steal people's work. Oh, yes, we get it. You're very virtuous. That's not what I'm asking. I'm saying if you were going to, would you think that quickly <laughs> right after deciding to, to ask someone to sign a release? I have no idea. Okay, I'm just, I'm trying to give this villain some credit. I am sometimes very quick about things and sometimes very slow, but I think she is always very quick about things. Yeah. She's been devious since childhood. Do you know why? We forgot to mention this. When she sees Maddie, she calls him his old nickname, Beaver. Yes. Because she was the the head bitch of the bitch squad, the six chicks. Until Jennifer Garner came. And took over the six chicks. Yeah, usurped her. And then they were the seven Bevins. That yep. Um that's that's what they called themselves. Yes. So she tricks Maddie and then just at the same time Jennifer Garner's getting to his apartment and oh Maddie's fiance opens the door. Mm-hmm. Cause he's not there. Cause we already established he went to poise. No, he's girlfriend thinks he's out getting his tux oh yeah right he's getting married in like three days no i think tomorrow oh yeah ridiculous he lied and also still hasn't picked up his tux which is pretty irresponsible turn off yeah but yeah she's super nice and jennifer garner just says like oh can you just tell him that we love everyone loved it and we're gonna go we're gonna use it for the next thing and like we'll probably have more jobs for him if he wants or something and then leaves even though it's raining and she doesn't have an umbrella Idiot. Idiot. She goes back to work and Rival confronts her and tells her essentially that she sold her idea to Sparkle. And also Matt was here and I told him to fuck off. Yeah, told him a bunch of things, but I can't remember what. The next scene I remember is the next day when she's going to go see Maddie at his... uh... Oh, To crash his wedding? Yeah. She goes and sees her parents for a minute. But then, yeah, and then goes and crashes his wedding. Oh, right. She goes and cries at her parents and then crawls in her parents' bed for the night. Yeah. Um, first of all, uh, what a scary thing. Could you imagine coming home? Your kid doesn't even live in the same fucking city as you. Yeah. Coming home and you just hear thumping in your closet. Like, they both really casually open the door. 
Yeah. Well, I'm guessing, I'm hoping that maybe they had a raccoon get stuck in there before or something. But yeah, it would be. Sure, yeah. I would be very scared. <laughs> anyway, she's in the closet something and wishing, I guess. Yeah. No wishing works at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, so then she crashes her ex-friend's wedding. Yeah. And she sneaks in, pretending she's delivering flowers, and then says, like, you know, it's weird that you're marrying someone else and not me, and you should marry me instead. Yeah, and he's like, uh, I had feelings this week, but also I'm not going to, like, uproot my entire life because you had an identity crisis. Yeah, he's like, we all make decisions, and you chose your life, and this is what I'm choosing. <laughs> I don't think he said, I don't know if he actually says, you know, I, I love my fiance slash soon very soon to be wife like i'm not gonna no. leave her for you they established pretty early in the movie that he doesn't even love his fiance like she asks do you get butterflies or whatever and he's like no not since high school yeah which is a problem friend yeah yeah you should love your fiance mm -hmm. but then uh he gives her the dream house he made her when he was 13 Oh, yeah. To keep her from crying. She's crying and, like, insisting that she's just so happy for him. I just want you to be happy. And then he's like, okay, maybe you are 13. Here, have this. Yeah. And she takes it and goes and sits, I feel like, outside the house and does the same thing where she's, like, I don't know, moving around so the wish powder gets on her and she wishes to do it all over. Mm-hmm. And then that time it takes. Yeah. And she's back in the closet. And she runs out and she kisses Maddie. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, and then she takes the report back. Oh, yeah. The kids are still there and they're on their way out. And she takes her report back and rips it up and calls her a bitch. And pours a drink on her. Yeah, calls her a biatch. Oh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> a biatch. That was a big word in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, she, the Lucy or whatever, the bad, the leader comes back down. And she's like, I forgot my jacket. <laughs> she mm. yeah takes the drink out of her hand that she was stealing, and dumps it on her, and like takes the thing and rips it up. Yeah, and then uh, adults, well, I guess Mark Ruffalo and Jennifer Garner are moving into a pink house. Oh yeah, yeah, and that's the end. Pretty cute, actually. Not gay enough, but pretty cute. Yeah, only one character confirmed gay. Who is that? The boss. Oh, right. I actually not even... <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> when uh, he says something about being gay, and she's like, you're gay? Yeah, he goes, is he a Martha or an Arthur? And oh, yeah. And she's like, what? No, his name's Matt. And he's like, no, no, is he gay? And she's like, what? Are you gay? And then he just laughs, <laughs> at her. <laughs> there are other bits to this movie, but we told you the main ones. Yeah, these were the good ones. Um, sorry for lingering so long on my attraction to Mark Ruffalo. It was just like a big revelation for me. <laughs> just like a new thing that I'm experiencing now. <laughs> Come on my Ruffalo journey. Mm -hmm. Ride on my Ruffalo Buffalo. <laughs> um, as soon as I said it, I realized that Buffalo is obviously a different word, but I meant like he has muscles in this one. Ah, ah, I see. <laughs> but it still works. Buffaloes mm -hmm. also have Buffaloes are also really buff. That's why they're it's called true. buffaloes. And large. Large. 
Yeah. Did it again. Week after week. We come in here. We do the hard work. Yeah. Lay it all out for you. And then you enjoy it, I assume. (laughs) (laughs) And then you listen politely. Um, Oh, right, right. We got, uh, what, 69 downloads this month or something? Or 699 overall? Yeah, this week. (laughs) Don't, Don't let people think that we only get 69 a month. That's most months. Oh, okay. 69 this week. Wow. That is pretty yeah. big for us. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should tell people that we have a Twitter again. Yeah, I'll link the Twitter in the description. I keep forgetting to do that. Yeah. Um, so you can follow follow us on Twitter. It's I Forgot Podcast, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. It, um, it's the same logo as the one we have on this, so you'll find us. Yeah, and you can tweet at us, and we'll probably make polite conversation for as long as we can stand. <laughs> yeah, but then we'll just be like, "I'll, I'm just gonna leave this. <laughs> I'm just no, yeah. never gonna respond to this again." <laughs> yeah, never acknowledge no that like it happened. Function, so. Sorry, there's no like function, so I can't acknowledge that you've spoken without actually having to respond to it. Yeah, just gonna disappear into the night, the Twitter night mode. Huh. Um, so you got a wine and a grape? Well, I already said so many of my wines. We'll do a grape first because we want to end on a good note. I'll do the grape of, we really, every person needs a paid sick leave from work. True. Guaranteed paid sick leave from work for everyone, part-time and full-time, especially right now. Should be more right now. It should have been more the last three months <laughs> anyway what's your you got a grape um my grape is that um tom is gonna get all of our D characters killed <laughs> and i'm bitter about it because i'm playing a really cool butch stoner druid and she already has a million girlfriends and so if she dies i'll be sad jeez You've done all this work. Yeah. Getting her a million girlfriends. Um, I guess my wine... I've already mentioned so many good things. All the <laughs> soda that's coming. Um, I might get, like, poutine after this. Ooh, nice. From Fritz? Where from? Belgian fries. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Did you call it Fritz? Fritz. Okay. Yeah, I made some mugs at work, and I bet they're going to turn out pretty well. Nice. Yeah, how about you? Um, my wine is that I'm going to get a bunch of free-ass plants. Yeah! <laughs> Pretty excited about that. We still have to, like, set up an area with which in which to garden. Mm-hmm. But um, that was supposed to be last weekend's project, so now I guess out of necessity it's going to be this weekend's project. Yeah. You could swing by Home Hardware and get one of those long planter boxes. Yeah, I think I might drag Paul down with me. It's gonna be good. I hope you. I hope they all live. I've, yeah, I'm always a little confused. <laughs> they seem. Yeah, to I be don't doing, really understand how plants work. Yeah, they seem to be doing fine. So fingers crossed. My landlords are so good at plants, and like every time I walk past the garden, it's like they've got fucking bottles over shit so it germinates properly, and like. Did your mic cut out? 
It did. Mid-sentence. I don't know. Oh. What did I say? Uh, they got bottles over them, so they ger- germinate properly. Um... Yeah, that, that was kind of my whole point. They just, they've got a bunch of shit on the go all the time. And first of all, I can't imagine having that kind of attention span. Yeah, my coworker, my coworker sounds like has like a massive, massive garden with all these different things in it. And he knows what flowers, what flowers need and like what plants would be good here and stuff like that. I said, I was thinking of growing some spinach and he's like, oh, that's kind of hard. You probably want kale. It's super easy. And I was like, well, I do want easy things. Thank you. Was he being a dick or no, was no, he no. just being helpful? He was being helpful because I... <laughs> you probably want kale. I don't think you can handle spinach. <laughs> um, I bought spinach seeds anyway just because I couldn't find the kale right away. And I was like, well, then I'll just do spinach and I'll just cry if it doesn't work. And then yeah. the guy found the kale for me. So Nice. Yes. Yeah, plants. Plants are fun. Plants are awesome. I wish we had like just a little bit more space to do more plants around here rather than just having like pots everywhere but mm. oh my roses are doing better now that I moved the big one away from the little ones nice yeah uh, have you used the rose water yes I put it in a spray bottle and I use it at night after I wash my face nice I spray my yeah, face and I go ah ah it's so beautiful yeah bring my lips in I don't actually <laughs> drink any. I spray my face a bunch of times. <laughs> I'm beautiful. <laughs> I diluted it like four four parts or something. I think that's what you said. Three or four. Yeah. Four parts, yeah. Right. Yeah, so it's not very concentrated, but it's nice to mist. Mm-hmm. Love to mist and be misted. Yeah. I am human and I need to be misted. <laughs> is that it? Uh, is that our whole thing? Oh, I'll also say my coworker's been bringing in his dog lately, and I, yes. we're friends now, and I love I love Sully. Sully the bread dog. <laughs> he loves crackers, and he loves mango, and he loves chicken treats, mm. and he loves apple cores, and I'm sure other things too. Oh, right, I had a really I had a couple really weird dreams. Well, they weren't super weird. I had one stress dream where uh, I forgot to lock, where someone opened the front door for some reason and customers kept coming in. And so I kept trying to lock it. And then there was just different things were happening that it, locking it didn't work. Mm. And I had a different dream. <laughs> I don't remember what happened. But I remember, I don't, don't remember why, but for some reason... Um, I was trying to be like di- defiant and like kind of cool or whatever. And so I, like, had diarrhea in my bed. Oh, no. This didn't actually happen. This was the dream. No, but I'm going to cut it so it sounds like you just had diarrhea in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just, like, a weird, like, almost like I was claiming territory or something. And I was like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why did I do this? Now I'm going to have to clean it. <laughs> It was a very. You've been hanging out with the dog too long. I'm wondering if it's because I knew I was going to wash all my bedding today. You're like, I can shit in this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, I'm cleaning it anyway. <laughs> but like, I woke up and I was like, I don't like have to poop. Like, I'm not going like, oh, I gotta get to a bathroom. Like, why did I have this just, dream? Just a little special gift from your subconscious. Yeah. Just so you know, I can do whatever I want. I'll shit in any bed. <laughs> 
I had a uh, sex dream about Mark Ruffalo. Someone we know. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, I, it was it was right after D and D, not this last time, but the one before, and um, we were fighting. It was the annual Halloween battle, and so we had just finished selecting a bunch of makeup mm-hmm. for the fight. Um, and then we took the elevator up to the battle, but as soon as we got there, we realized like our side didn't have any like range attacks. So we were very vulnerable to the man with the Nerf gun Mm -hmm. on the other side. So what we did instead was we started wrestling in paint to distract them. (laughs) And then eventually the battle just disappeared and we were wrestling and then we were doing sex. (laughs) 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 So it was a pretty good dream. It's like, it feels like um, your dream wanted to go one way, but the rest of your subconscious wanted to go the other and like (laughs) someone won out. Yeah. A fight? No, a sex. Yeah. I also had a, my dream about my high school boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Was just, um, oh, he had, I guess, uploaded a bunch of music, YouTube videos, music videos he'd made for YouTube with his girlfriend. Um, and it was really cute. And they were in the woods. And it was just like so wholesome mm-hmm. and cool. And I was so relieved. Like, I woke up so pleased that he had a happy life. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully he's doing well. Yeah. I don't Probably. know. Sometimes sometimes you'll have dreams about, like, you're happy for people, and then you wake up and you're like, actually, I hope that person's eating dirt. Oh. No, I do. I do hope he's happy. I just I wouldn't have a way to know. Don't actually follow him on YouTube. That you know of. That I know of. Actually, I might still. <laughs> dreams are fun. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Every dream of mine Should is a we- nightmare. Should we end this? I guess so. We've talked, it's gotten weird. <laughs> since we've been talking about our dreams, I feel yeah. like half of that's getting cut out, but... Bye. And so I, like, had diarrhea in my bed. <laughs>